Hello, and welcome to the Wealthy Achiever Show. And in this episode, I'm so excited to introduce to you Keisha Blair. This phenomenal woman has gone through so many challenges, and she is literally an open book here today to inspire you on your journey to financial wellness, to financial freedom. And she's going to do that today by talking to you about her new book called Holistic Wealth, 36 Life Lessons to Help You Recover from Disruption. And I know many of us can relate to disruption in our lives. So without any further ado, I'm going to bring up Keisha Blair. It's great to be here. (laughs) Yes, I'm so happy to have you. And anytime I get to interview someone named Keisha, I know it's going to be a fabulous interview. Absolutely. (laughs) My sister. All right. So thank you so much for being here, Keisha. It's really an honor and a pleasure. And I know the audience is going to get so much out of this interview today because we're really going to dig into those emotions and those feelings around disruption in our life. And those things that happen that are uncontrollable and unexpected. So I want to jump right in and have you share with our listeners about what was that defining disruption that happened in your life that made you come out and speak about some of the lessons that you learned by going through it? Yeah, absolutely. So it was such a traumatic experience. So my husband died just eight weeks after I gave birth to my second child. And I was 31 at the time. He had this rare illness that most doctors will never see in their lifetime, only in textbooks. It's so rare that one in one million people get it every year. So he didn't know he had it. Nobody knew at the time of death that he had it. And it took them one year to do the autopsy. And so they had to bring together pathologists and coroners um, from Canada and the USA to come together to make a team to examine the case. It took them one year. So it was like a medical mystery. And you can imagine having an eight-week-old, and I had a three-year-old at the time too, two young babies, and I was just a baby myself, how traumatic that must have been, um, you know, to, to, to watch your husband die suddenly and then have to wait to hear what was the cause of death. Like we, as far as we knew, he was a healthy um, 34-year-old doing well in his career, going on with his life, with his young family, and then he died. And of course, you can imagine uh, what that did. Like I I looked for meaning and I had to go on this soul searching mission, which many of your audience will read in the book, you know, once they get it. And so that made me bring together these life lessons. And so it started off with a viral article that I wrote, you know, that was called the 40 life lessons I learned um, after my husband died. Mm -hmm. And so that hit a nerve with so many people it tell hit us, a nerve. Tell us about the article. People. If you, if I could interrupt you right there, because I want people to know about that article. Because you didn't, in even in ten, you didn't even think people were even. You know, it was therapy for you to write it. So tell us what you poured in and what you were feeling when you wrote those that article. Absolutely, as you said, Keisha, it was therapy for me. I wrote it for myself. I said to myself. 
I've been through this ordeal. What have I learned? And if I were to pass this on to someone else, what would I say? And I wrote that article in about an hour, flat, uh, and put it out there on Thrive Global. Didn't think anyone would read it. As a matter of fact, like I just, it was so vulnerable because I started the article with, you know, me walking into the hospital with my husband living and breathing and walking out with his belongings three hours later with a white plastic bag in my hand. And I'll never forget that day. That was it's as real for me today as it was then. And, and I poured out my heart and my soul in it. And, you know, the editors loved it and, and said it was one of their stories for the, one of their best stories for the year. They were going to do an audio version. And before you know it, it went viral and it hit wow. a nerve. Wow. And that's how the journey basically started with this book, with okay. this movement for holistic wealth. Because when my editor read the article, she said, I see holistic wealth coming through in this article. This is what mm -hmm. we should name the book. And I said, wow, that's amazing. That is exactly it because of the life lessons that were shared. Some of them were about financial independence. Some of them were about finding meaning in life. Some of them were about, you know, finding a mission in life and, um, you know, not worried or not getting too caught up in your title and 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 at work and not letting that define you. And, and, and so yeah. it was just amazing how that got started. So holistic wealth. For those who haven't read the, the first version of the book, because you're releasing an extended version of the book, the 30, 36 lessons, tell us holistic wealth, if you could just sum it up in just a couple of sentences so people really get the idea. Because I want people to know that even when I talk about wealth, I'm not always just talking about money, right, Keisha? So tell us yes. holistic wealth. What does that mean? Yes, absolutely. So in the book, I define holistic wealth as wealth that not only comprises your net worth and your material possessions, but wealth in terms of your physical health, in terms of your mental health, your emotional state, and having a life purpose. And all these ingredients come together to give you more wholeness and to make you better able to bounce back from setbacks and make you more resilient. And I'm sure with COVID, it's unbelievable that when I wrote this, Keisha, this book was pre-COVID and it's much more relevant now than it was even then. And that's why we've expanded it. We've updated it um, for, for this COVID era. And I'm sure many people listening in will agree with um, you know, the concept and just how much our physical health or mental health or emotional health and just having that sense of meaning and purpose Mm -hmm. uh, enriches us and and life without those four or those five pillars mm -hmm. just gets really difficult it gets difficult to maintain that physical wealth that material wealth when yeah. you don't have that mental health in place when you don't have your emotional health your spiritual health in place mm -hmm. it gets very very difficult to hold on to, to any aspect of your life so i think we need all those pillars in place uh, to live a really meaningful life I love this. I love this. So if I'm hearing you correctly, anyone can really benefit from this book. So whether you've been through a divorce, 
which I work exactly. with a lot of single moms, a yes. lot of single moms. Yes. So if you've been through divorce, if you've lost a loved one, yes. you know, maybe if you've lost a child, you've lost a spouse, a mother mm-hmm. going through that loss, if you've even lost your dream job, right? Yes. Or maybe you haven't even re- received your dream job yet. Yes. And we've all felt the impacts of COVID-19. And we all have a story to tell about what we experienced losing loved ones, losing income, not being able to be out and being around people that affected so many people. Yes. So I love the idea of this holistic wealth because it takes inventory of your whole life. Are you wealthy mentally? Are you wealthy physically? Are you wealthy emotionally? Right. So not just thinking about the money because money alone won't make us won't make us rich, I guess, if you think of it that way, right? Exactly. <laughs> you be rich in, in, in all these aspects of your life. Okay, I'm loving this. So tell us about the workbook, because I read about the workbook. So you have a companion. So tell yes. us about that. Okay, absolutely. So we wanted to have this book as practical as possible to help people. And so the workbook, that companion piece is that book that allows you to go through exercises. Uh, In some ways, it's like a journal, but more than that. And it allows you to go through these exercises that have to do with your life mission. There are case studies in there. For instance, if you want to craft your own personal mission statement, there's a a budgeting spreadsheet, Mm -hmm. a get out of debt spreadsheet, for instance, if you want to work through that, because that's a critical part of financial independence. And I know that personally, there's goals with wisdom for crafting your own, whether it be money goals or your broader goals in life. So there's all of that in the workbook. And I have a copy of it here and you can, you know, order it anywhere, but it's an amazing tool. I've heard from readers, even some financial advisors that they don't leave home without it. Like they're never without their holistic wealth workbook. So it's an amazing tool. I go back to it all the time for different things. And it just reminds me of certain concepts that I really need to, especially during COVID, we all need those reminders, right? Especially with our values. Like it has, even for the personal mission statement, it has like a list of values that you can just draw on to craft your own. So it's an amazing tool there to, 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 you know, get you on your way to starting that holistic wealth journey. I want to pull a quote from your book because I think that the listeners will really feel this. So you have here, it says, after tragedy and life altering events, people begin to realize that they don't want to define themselves only in terms of their resumes and a title bestowed upon them by an employer. Could you talk to us about what you mean by that and and how what you've seen that maybe people are doing? Absolutely. I think it's so critically important. You know, in this book, especially in this edition, when I talk about the art of recovery from disruption, there are just certain key concepts in there that really bring home that point. And Keisha, that quote that you pulled from the book is one of those. Because I found through my own journey and my experience and my experience coaching other women that if we define ourselves by that job title alone or by that salary or by 
that one metric, once that gets taken away in some form or once that gets compromised, it's hard to recover from a setback because you, you're stuck in that mindset that, oh, this is what defined me. This is who I am. And if I no longer have it, then who am I? Who am I? And what am I here for? And I'm, you know, and I'm pleading with everyone listening in not to define yourself just by your title that can be taken away, a job that can be taken away, anything like that, because then it just becomes harder. And then it's it's easy to go into a state, a mental state of anxiety and depression when that happens. So in terms of the art of recovery from disruption, I think if we look at it from that lens, it gives us really good perspective to say, you know what, in the event of, an, of a disruption, how would I recover in terms of my mental state? If I keep defining myself by some metric that society places on me, how will that then work when it's taken away? And so that's that's where that um, quote is coming from and that idea that, um, you know, our meaning and who we are is just so much more. We're all just so much more than that. And that's wow. the message that I want to send, especially to women, to Black women today, mm -hmm. uh, to know that especially. I love that. You are so much more yeah. than your resume and your title and yeah. what people see on the outside. You're so much more than that. I love it. Thank yeah. you for sharing that. This, this is a real blessing today on this <laughs> interview. I, there's so many pieces that I want to pull into, but I'm going to be mindful of our time. But there are two other pieces that I really want to touch on because I know that my audience is focused on their financial freedom journey. So we definitely have to take some time to get into that. Absolutely. But before we do, I want you to talk to us about the word no, because this is in that intentional life purpose mm -hmm. part. I believe it's part one of your book. Yes. And the word no. So can you share what what is so powerful about the word no and how should our audience what should they do with that absolutely so i love that i love that chapter too right i go back to it all the time because i feel like as women we need to do that especially as women as mothers and so in the book i see that the word no is like an asset in your metaphorical holistic wealth bank account use okay. it to preserve your stores of energy and so that word is so super important so when i became widowed at 31 with two young babies I had to start using that word more. It became so much more significant to me now as a single mom, as a, um, a career mom, as a woman who was going through grief. You can imagine, Keisha, like how many times I had to say no. And I said, and a big no's, not just like, <laughs> no, I can't go to the movies with you, but big no's like, no, I'm ha I have to step back from this career right now to deal with what's happening to me. No, I cannot, you know, accept this um, title right now because mm -hmm. of what is happening. I have to step back. No, in very big, bold ways. And so I'm going to challenge everyone in your own life. Mm -hmm. And I know we're going to get into the personal finance bit where it's even more crucial to challenge everyone to see that no as an asset in your metaphorical holistic wealth mm -hmm. bank account. Use it to gain a sense of yourself, your purpose, to keep your energy and to keep your focus and mission in life, you know? And, and, and for black women, we get pulled in so many different ways, women of color, women in general, 
we're pulled in so many different ways and it's easy for us to just keep saying yes just yes just seems so much easier not to disappoint and not to you know make people feel that we're not interested but it's very critical especially during covid and i've seen it more during covid that we do um use the word no in terms of our time management and boundaries it's so important. So I'm looking forward to everyone reading that chapter, especially it's one of my favorite too, for sure. Yes, it's my favorite too. And I need to do better with saying no, honestly, because I find that my time is my most valuable asset, right? And I'm also yeah. a mom of two and all the moms out there know I can't even go to the bathroom alone sometimes. They're yeah. knocking at the door. Mommy, mommy, it's like they have a radar. As soon as I go to the bathroom, right. I think I'm just going to get a moment of peace. Like, okay, let me just go in for one moment. No, nope. <laughs> mommy, mommy. And I love them. And yes, sweetheart, what do you need? And But sometimes because we pour so much into our children, that's where we want to spend our time. We, you know, I'll, because I know my children are young for such a short amount of time and I want to give them everything that they need emotionally and I want to be present with them. So I'm constantly thinking about that. And with that being said, I also have to have some me time. So once I fill up their cup, Yes. I've got to fill up my cup as well, right? Absolutely. And so then that means there's some other things I'm going to have to say no to. Because if I don't say no to these other things, what happens is it takes away from my cup and my me time. And then I'm not exercising. And then I'm not eating. Yeah. Not, not only not eating right, but then skip the meal. Like, oh, I didn't even have breakfast today, right? Because I was on a call or I was, you know, on an interview or I was writing, you know, so I have to protect my time more. And so I think that's a good lesson for all of us. And based on what you've gone through, just unfathomable, right? Eight, just eight weeks, your birth, the birth of your child. I mean, and to go through something like that. So those who are listening, she's sharing her story for a reason. You're listening to this for a reason. Do not wait until uh, uh, tragedy strikes do not wait for disruption to strike and then you're trying to figure out how to put all these things into place go ahead and start living this holistic wealth mindset now because you get this one life to live you get this short amount of time with the people you love and to do the things you love focus on that thank you keisha oh just (laughs) Absolutely. You are sharing a word today, Keisha. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So now let's get into the finances. So you have a whole section in the book, Holistic Wealth on Financial Independence. Two of my favorite words. Yeah. (laughs) So there's just so much to jump into here, but I really want to hear your perspective on a well-planned future because and there's, there's so much in it. We could, we could literally take a whole episode just to talk about the financial independence piece. Yeah. But I think that it's important to talk about a well-planned future because at the end of the day, once you have your holistic mindset that it's about my mental health, my physical health, my emotional health, my spiritual, it's about all those things. And then when we get to finances, it's not, again, it's still not just about money, but it's about planning for the future so that when disruption strikes because it will without a doubt 
one way or another, disruption is going to strike. My disruption was my divorce. Yeah. Like I was married for over a decade. I had two children and then went through this unplanned divorce. Right. Mm-hmm. And so that completely disrupted my whole entire life and especially my finances. So yeah. when that happened, I was sitting there trying to figure out what to do next. And we don't want that for our listeners and for our women, especially our black women. So Keisha, give us give us the business. Tell us about a well-planned future. Absolutely. And it's so funny, Keisha, that you say that. It's one of my favorite topics, too. And so I, I was a trained economist. I am a trained economist. And so it's it, this is something I think about all the time. And you can't imagine when my husband died, because I'm an economist, I think in, in terms of, okay, how am I going to get over this from a systems perspective? Because I, I think about systems all the time with my job. And so luckily, and you ask about a well-planned future, that's something that even before my husband died, I was obsessed about. I was always thinking about it. And so I started designing, even before he died, a um, you know a means of becoming financially independent. And so at the point he died, luckily I was, I had that in place. And this is what I want for all women. I want for all women to start investing and start planning to have a well-planned future. And for me, it was my savings grace. This was what helped me to take the time I needed to recover from this disruption. You'll see in the book, you know, how I invested and I lay it out more. I got far more personal in this second edition about how I became financially independent. And even before he died, we had invested Mm -hmm. a lot. We had invested um, a lot in terms of, you know, real estate and our investments. So we had our portfolio and that was done. And we had a life insurance in place. We had certain other investments in place. And a financial plan was there. And that's why right now I'm training other women at the Institute on Holistic Wealth to do the same. I'm training an army of certified holistic wealth consultants to go out there. And some of them now are out there training other women in designing their holistic wealth portfolios so that when that disruption comes, you have a portfolio that can sustain you. And we know yes. how resilient you are. We know how resourceful you'll be able to become in the face of disruption. So what I've done is I've designed that system, Keisha, that I wanted. And I mean, I built parts of it even before, but bringing mm-hmm. it all together with my experience and when he died and what I went through, mm-hmm. and I know the pillars that sustained me and having a well-planned life is just that, right? It's mm-hmm. having that holistic wealth portfolio in place that helps you recover from that disruption. So when it comes and it will come, as a matter of fact, at the Institute, we train our holistic wealth consultants to plan for two setbacks per decade. Mm. And I'm talking about two big financial setbacks per decade. When we look at statistics and we look at history, and some of that is outlined in my book, when we look at the you know eras of economic boom and bust twice per decade. And so if we do that, then it's we're better able to bounce back. We have that portfolio in place. All we need to do is to tweak and refine, right? And we're better able to take that time to recover right to recover from that disruption so having a holistic wealth portfolio is part it's a critical part it's the Mm -hmm. biggest part 
of recovering from disruption. And I'm really challenging everyone today, even if you haven't been through the type of disruptions that we've been through, everyone needs to have it in place. Everyone needs to have a well-planned life. And I really advocate for that because if I did not have like that part in place, like if didn't have that, it would have been harder for me to bounce back and to really, especially with two young kids, it would have just been so much harder. So it's something that I advocate at the Institute. Um, and of course, we have that certification program in place to help people, to help others to build their holistic wealth portfolios. Ooh, that is amazing. That is truly, because it, it hits home for me because as you said, we've gone through disruptions and then luckily for you, you had thought you, you thought in advance. And so you had this plan going. And so talk about that. Talk, talk to us about what was it that made you get so serious about financial freedom, even before your husband passed. So then you were good. What, what helped you get there? So what what industry were you in? What what type of work did you do? Yeah, so I I I'm a trained economist. So I was in that field um, for a very long time, and you know helping to plan uh, for the budget for the economy. I worked on federal budgets, and it really really brought home to me okay. what we needed to do to plan in our own lives and you'll see and the readers will see in the book i was part of the prime minister's delegation to the world economic forum i was part of the prime minister's supporting delegation uh to the apex summit to to the asean summit that's the um asian summit and so i had led major files that had to do with economic development from a country level perspective and brought it down to a micro personal perspective. And when you can imagine when it happened to me, it became more personal. And so what I did and from a personal, so that's from a professional standpoint. So from a personal standpoint, I was always worried. So I'm an only mm -hmm. child for both parents. Like I have a half sister mm -hmm. and a half brother, but I'm an only child for both parents. And I worried that if my parents died, I would have been orphaned. And you'll mm -hmm. see it in the book too. There's a part there that I, I was reaching places very early because I really pushed on the financial side to, to, to really empower myself so that mm -hmm. if lo and behold, anything happened and I was standing alone, I would be fine. What later happened though, was that it was my husband who died, not my parents. Mm -hmm. I thought it might have been my parents. And so that really pushed me. And I guess because of the training and the background that I had because I was in the field, because it's what was my work, it mm -hmm. really, really just, you know, propelled me in this direction. And that's something that I want mm -hmm. to share with everyone now with the work that I'm doing at the Institute on Holistic Wealth, because of that journey that I've had. I mean, I've designed federal bu budgets for consecutive years. Wow. And so I thought, no, like this experience, I think God has led me to this place for a reason. God has given me this experience for a reason. And I know I have to use it to help others. I know I have to use it on a very personal level, Keisha. And so, especially for women of color, especially mm -hmm. for black women, because I know how much harder it is for us to bounce back. And we all know why. There are just too many systemic barriers. It's harder for us everywhere, no matter where you are. It's harder for us to bounce back. And so I think 
you know, women of color, black women really, really need to even plan more, uh, right? We need to be yes. even more meticulous. So yes. it's really a mission for me now. And I'm really passionate about it, um, about this mission. Well, thank you for sharing all that. And I just want to pick up on something that you said in your industry, in your professional work, you're trained in budgets and you were helping the government with their budgets. And that became part of your professional identity. But you took that and said, okay, how can I use this in my personal life? Because I know many women who are professionally doing awesome work in their industry. Yes. And I want them to think about how can they use that in their personal life? Because that may just be what God wants you to be doing even on your own. So exactly. this is what you were doing in industry. Now you have your own enterprise and you can help women through all of these different facets. For me, I was a professor. I have a PhD in analytics. I would have never guessed that I would be coaching and teaching women about financial freedom and crunching numbers with them and helping them with their budget and helping them create their fireproof plan. Mm -hmm. Right. So to retire early and thinking about what is it that you want in the future? And let's go ahead and start working on that now. What kind of freedom do you want? I would have never guessed that, but I am a trained, you know, analytics person, mathematician. So it actually ended up being a godsend that I had that talent. And now that I'm using it to help other women, just as you are. So I think that's another testimony for, from us to those listening to say, what is it that you're doing in your profession that you're really good at that you can take and turn and manipulate into a way that helps other women and creates income for you that will put you on a path to financial freedom? Exactly. And I have goosebumps because that's exactly it. And you know what, Keisha, like what really brought it home to me was that whole mission in life, mm. right? And your mission in life, because it's great. As I said, it's bigger than any one job, bigger than any one title, and it's normally used to drive humanity forward. So if you think mm. about it, it's how you can use those skills you have, all those experiences to drive humanity forward and also, right, also help other people yes. and maybe create, as you said, an enterprise for yourself that allows you time and money freedom. And that's the most satisfying thing of all is just bringing together your story of self, which I also mm -hmm. train the consultants on at the Institute. What is your story of self? What is that uniqueness that you bring all your skills together in under one umbrella, your personal story, your personal mission and the values and who you want to help, yes. you know, and that helps you to really think about as you mentioned, Keisha, that God-given goal, that God-given mission to drive human, and normally it's to drive human. So it's not just ego and about me and about, you know, it's it's about how can I use this to help? How can I use this in this very unique way uh, to help women? And I'm so glad that other women came forward after they read the book, Keisha, mm -hmm. like they came forward and they're like, you should do this. You should set up this course. I will, you know, and th these were women in the financial industry. And that's really what gave me the confidence 
to, to, to put that out there in that way. And so I have to be thankful for other women. And that's why we need to support other women. And when the work touches us in a deep way, that's why we need to say it to other women so that it will give them that confidence that they need to do it and to launch out. Uh, mm -hmm. So I'm thankful for that, just like how I'm thankful for having this conversation with you today, because what we're doing is empowering each other and empowering mm -hmm. listeners listening in that they can, you know, achieve their goals and they can do this. So that's very, very empowering. Yeah. yeah, I am thankful as well, because everybody knows out there, there's, there's just so many distractions, there's so many disruptions, there's so much to do, just adulting alone, just getting your bills paid on time and doing your laundry. I mean, there's just so much in life. Yeah. But when you can just take a moment for yourself and sit and say, as you said, Keisha, what is my mission? on this earth, how can I help others? And once you start thinking about that, this is where the whole holistic wealth comes into play. Mm -hmm. Because when you start giving and helping others, you just go into a whole new realm of happiness, of spirituality, of reaching your higher calling. And there's just nothing that compares to that. Nothing. Yeah. And you no. can't stop because I, Lord knows, I thought I was, oh, I'm early retired. I've reached financial independence and now I don't have to work anymore. So I'm just going to relax. That's what I thought. I said, because Lord knows I am tired. <laughs> I am tired. But God said, no, I still have more work for you. I still have more work for you. There's still yeah. women who need to hear what you have to say. And for those who are listening and there's plenty of room for all of us. Keisha exactly. and I, we do similar things. And I, I could not wait to have her on my show. Please, can yeah. you please come on my show and talk to you, talk to our listeners about your institute? Could you please talk? Listen, they need your book, you know, because there's plenty of, we all need inspiration. I need inspiration. Keisha needs yeah. inspiration. Yeah. We all need inspiration. There's no competition here. No. God is not, at the end of the day, God is not looking for you to compete. He's going to ask you, what did you do to help others, right? What, how did you impact them? So I say all that to say, I love what Keisha's doing. I love her book. I love the Institute. And if you haven't already pre-ordered her book, please pre-order her book, okay? Um, you will find that it is everywhere online. It's holistic wealth. It is 36 life lessons to help you recover from disruption, find your life purpose, and achieve financial freedom, two of my favorite words. So you can pick her book up wherever books are sold, as well as her workbook that's available. And once you do that, you will find that you will have the tools and the resources to keep moving forward in your journey, no matter what happens. And I want um, Keisha to give us just a last, give us a last little piece of advice for those who are listening of what they can do to overcome any other disruptions in their life. Just give us one last piece of advice and let everyone know where they can reach you. So in terms of, you know, for the next disruption, my main advice for everyone listening in is think about 
you know, how you can be resilient in the face of that? And what are the tools that make you resilient in the face of that? That will not only help you to bounce back, but bounce back better than before and allow you to be even more resourceful. And so this is something that I've been talking about. It's something I'm training my consultants at the Institute and it's crafting that holistic wealth portfolio, getting the pieces of that in place so that you can face that disruption with confidence, so that you can weather the storm with confidence. And there's certain critical pieces that are in it. There's that financial independence piece that's a big part of that, but there's also that emotional, physical health, mental health piece. And so the first step is, you know, getting the book and reading it and then really figuring out what you need. And of course, at the Institute, we're here for you. I'm here for you to help with crafting that. That's a very critical piece because if we do everything in silos or we have one thing in place and not something else, it's going to be hard to recover. So I think for me, that's the major thing that I've been training women to do, been training certified holistic love consultants to do is to have that holistic wealth portfolio in place is to have that portfolio that helps you to really navigate that disruption and come out of it better on the other side. Amazing. Thank you so much for being here today and giving such great advice. I know that our listeners are fired up and ready <laughs> to tackle the next disruption and pursue their financial freedom journey. So thank you so much today for joining us, Keisha. Everyone go out and get her book, the workbook, and learn more about her institute. Take care. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me.